And welcome to Contest of Content. The podcast where every episode we pit a beloved TV show. And a beloved movie. Against each other in three high stakes and utterly stupid battles to the death. Our guest judge will choose which contender reigns supreme. The winning champion will receive a burger made from kangaroo meat. A kangaroo sculpted from burger meat. And a meat cute with the kangaroo mascot for Burger King, Australia. I'm Nick Kaminsky. And I'm Shelby Sweeterman. And this week's guest is a comedian. You might know him from his podcast, Fuck This Place. It's Chase Chase McNeil. Well, hi there, folks. It's me, Chase. Hi, Chase. It's the real deal Chase McNeil. That's me. That's what they say. That's, that's the only way I know how to introduce you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out to Newman Wolf, originator of uh, the real deal Chase McNeil, and uh, <laughs> several others that rhyme with Chase McNeil that I don't like as much. Oh, okay. The... What about like, yeah, like you don't like, like, as delicious as a happy meal Chase McNeil? Um, that was all right. He, okay. um, Newman also <laughs> introduced, uh, I believe, uh, Copperfield Chase McNeil. Which I'm <laughs> you don't want that. Fan of. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that attached mm-hmm. to your name. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it could no, be that's not nearly normal. as good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't as it's 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 you know, I, it's a fun loving start, but not a great you know, finish. <laughs> <'cause I'm>, <laughs> after, <laughs> once you're really into it, about 25 seconds later, you're like everyone's regretting everything we're not, that we're led not us having here. A good time anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to Noomi Nooms for what's up, Newman. Yeah, he's been on this podcast. He, because... he won't listen to it, but he's been on it. Oh yeah, yeah. He refuses to listen. Um, he refuses to even follow me on Instagram, so I can't Newman. imagine. Uh, <laughs> I can't Come imagine. on. She's just pleaded. She's begged him to listen to the episode. Newman, please. Just give please. us that five-star review. He won't do it. He's too busy. Being yeah, Chase, he's a very busy man. It is so good to see you. You remind me of a time when open mics were allowed and nice. And Plentiful and bad. Yeah. Oh, still terrible. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. terrible, but mm-hmm. I miss I miss it. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see you. Mm-hmm. It's great to see you too, and hear you. Thank hey, you. You know, not that. just you know, because Instagram's just seeing. You know, socials yeah. is just a little bit of seeing. But here we are <laughs> in the room <laughs> digitally together. Digitally in the room together. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. in the the virtual space. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. No, it's that. real sad that the whole world uh, has dissipated. You know, supposedly uh, people are doing. Mics or whatever now. I think yeah. supposedly people uh, have been doing it the whole time. Yeah, some people <laughs> do that too. Don't like me. <laughs> Don't like making, it. <laughs> making, a sh- making a short list of the people who have and yeah. speak <laughs> and resolving to never speak to them ever again. That's a good um, call. But the truth is, I don't think I knew who they were to begin to begin with. So that's good. Yeah. But you know. You know, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. We, don't we really know. just we're just doing our best. That's all that matters. The yeah. main thing. Sorry. Yeah, Shelby. Just gonna go off. We're all doing our best, and that's mm-hmm. all we can do in the world. Mm. And the three of us, we're the best people on this podcast right now. So I think that's I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree more. Yeah, right. really? I 100% <laughs> agree. What this whole thing has taught me before is I can't believe I wasn't, even before COVID, before all of this, I can't believe I was not more concerned about putting my mouth next to a microphone that was also on top of so many other mouths. You really got to eat that mic, folks. You You do. Anybody who is not familiar with that realm, you got to eat the mic. I, you know, get polio if you have to. Get it. (laughs) 
eat the mic. The, the saddest thing. Put it in I, one end or the other. The, the saddest thing that I ever see is when like genuinely good comics will go and and I will illustrate this, but there's no point in it uh, because we're on a podcast. <laughs> but like they hold the mic like ten feet from their fucking mouths, and you're like. Yeah. Where you been, you know, pal? Like <laughs> you've been on like Universal Studios Park Tour or some shit. Because they it's look- like, and I understand that when you work in better places, you know, <laughs> more respectable venues, yeah, the mics are <laughs> no, better. No, I don't you know, understand. Uh, like theaters or comedy clubs. Again, never no. been in one. What would I don't know understand about what that means? Yeah, but, but in some cases, you want to be careful. But in all other cases, take the mic and chew on it if you Damn have it. to. Jam it into your face hole. I think the problem a lot of people have is they they don't, well, especially like new comics, they don't realize like you are performing, like you're <laughs> sure. even on a podcast. Like you have to, mm-hmm. you're doing, you're ta- you have to talk into the mic. That's what the thing please. is that you're if doing. If you don't mind, yeah, please. Because you'll see people, they'll make a joke, they'll like put the mic down while they're, they'll like pull it away yeah, that's from their a, mouth. Yeah, that's well, that's forget. not a new comic. That's a person who does improv, and I can, I know because I've done it. Who, who thinks that their like general good attitude is going to get them somewhere? No, in front of fuck a, your attitude. A crowd of people, and and that's not true in that Mm -hmm. circumstance (laughs) there are many other circumstances where your general good attitude will get you quite a lot of uh action from from the audience uh for instance a wedding toast or (laughs) um or Uh, or, you know i don't know flying in a plane with a with a banner behind it that says uh mission accomplished sure yeah or uh, doing announcements on that very plane you know yeah a a can-do attitude and a little bit of this a little bit of that one two and a little bit of tibbity tabbity tibbity <laughs> that for sure can help, you know. But again, in a in, a, in an environment where people very much expect you to say words, <laughs> that will yes. be funny. That is a tough sell. Mm-hmm. Just I'm advice like for anybody else who's listening to this podcast yeah. who's just thinking, can't wait to get back on this mic. Do I yeah. should I keep holding the mic? Yes, is the yes. answer. Please. Hold Unfortunately, <laughs> you kind of need to. Also, I'm realizing right now what a dick I am because every time I've gone to a wedding in the last five years, I've been like. Yeah, that toast is okay. I totally could have crushed that five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, wedding toasts are bad. We, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, because people are bad at being sincere, honestly. Um, you know, jokes for sure are, are, you know, they're not very good either. But I think they also don't land it with anything, right. you know, meaningful. Uh, so that's tough. You, know. you got to walk that line of sincerity story. and humor. It really is. Mm-hmm. But will we ever get paid for it? No, is the answer. No. Absolutely. No. I want to get paid to do wedding toasts. I could do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i've mm-hmm. i've well nick and i you've done it too we've both married people like officiated yeah weddings. i didn't get paid i didn't get paid come yeah, on you friends. know again i think that you know when the likes of us not to throw us all into the same category but when somebody <laughs> wants us to be an officiant yeah because, you know because it was not, like a joke that we talked about when we were hammered one night. I was like yeah. 23 when this happened. Yeah. yeah, they're not. They're not like. Yeah, they're not the highest echelon of clients. Right. You know? Okay. Well, I think they were divorced by like the time that they cut the cake. <laughs> oh, it no. wasn't like a long-lasting thing. Oh boy, I believe oh, both boy. couples I married 
still together. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> in loveless relationships. <laughs> <laughs> They're still together. They fucking hate each other. <laughs> They're this close from being on like a murder suicide uh, mm-hmm. lifetime. Ooh, family collection. annihilators in yeah. the making. Uh, <laughs> but you were there at the beginning. That's what matters. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You helped in- <laughs> annihilate that family, Shelby. Right. Mm. Interview me for the documentary. I will, I will kill it. I will yeah. kill it. Uh-huh. All right, we actually have a podcast to do. Prove it. I feel like we're doing it great I, right we, now. We are. Oh, don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> we certainly are doing an amazing job, and I'm really proud of all of us. Thank you. We are going to have some battles, sure. unfortunately. Or fortunately, depending on fortunately. who you are. Fortunately for how me. much you like the podcast. Yeah, otherwise okay, you're sure. not going to have as much to do. I don't like conflict, so sometimes it's unfortunate for me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> battle one is going to be filmed in Vancouver. Not mm-hmm. sure how we're going to turn that into an argument uh, because it's just kind of a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, how Vancouver-y can you yeah, get about it, That's what I was going to say. Let's turn yeah. Vancouver up a notch. Okay. <laughs> Let's call this a boot, you know what I mean? <laughs> Battle two, mirror, mirror on the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. That one's interesting. That one's, uh, that's interesting. And battle three to close us out is going to be wish I could be there. Wish oh, I could be, be there. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are good anywhere. ones. I like these. This is like yeah. two weeks in a row that we've had like good, solid. There's no really like outlier that just totally like there's no gravy mm. boat that fucks I, your shit up. I get what you mean. These are very gentle battles. We didn't have yeah. to work too hard. Mm. Uh, well, hey. Whoa, hold on. Judgment, folks. Oh. Well, I worked judge- pretty hard. Okay. Judge okay. Throw in the hammers. We, Go ahead. Judge Chase. Right. Mm, that works. We, Chase, let me talk to you for a second. Please. We did work hard to pick this. I'm just saying, you might not know from the other episodes, sometimes the battles are things like gravy boat or best penis award and it's like mm-hmm. how are yeah, we no, gonna... I, I listen to the ninja turtles versus uh <laughs> oh, yeah. sometimes versus we have movie. to talk about movie. familiar with you know and... uh-huh. thank yeah. god that was okay. our that was our hot that's our watershed moment you right. know you think so just Those with all the point. just with all the yeah exactly mm-hmm. i have a lot of turtle penises to talk about today as well no <laughs> oh, matter what the pick gosh. is every episode it's like how mm-hmm. far every can we episode. get before we talk about turtle penises mm-hmm. I think we should so we hear what it. these picks are. All right. Cha-cha-cha. All right. So I had a good time with my pick this week. Technically, picks. Uh, all right, Ooh. Shelby. I know. I know. Uh, I know. Chase, you already know, but uh, and everybody listening and everybody else in the entire world, Shelby. Shelby, I just want you to close your eyes, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want you to think of the song. Yes, Chase, please too. Also close your eyes. And I want you to think of the song uh, Crazy Right Now by Beyonce. Okay. But make it real slow. Like, so crazy right now. And then I'm getting. And then also think Twilight. Okay. And yeah. I'm getting so crazy right now. And then also think very bad and yeah. then also think stupid and then also think about being 50 shades of fucked up because oh yeah i could have just watched 50 shades of gray but why stop there why not watch the other two horrible movies in this hilarious trilogy of god-awful stupidness 
So I chose the Fifty Shades trilogy to talk about for my pick this week. Can I open? You my can't eyes? have one without the other. I think That's no. A fair call. It, they they flow into each other like the river of a god spitting into the anus of an eagle. Mm-hmm. 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 And that eagle is applying for a job at Starbucks. <laughs> and that eagle is going to get mm-hmm. hired. It's gonna yeah, get it's going to get hired. <laughs> a lot of turnover. That Starbucks. So I have. A- I have read the first Fifty Shades of Grey book. Perfect. I read it with, out loud. My, my boyfriend at the time and I read it to each other. Um, <laughs> That's funny. How did that, that go? Was, fun. it, was it saucy or was it, uh, was it laughy? Oh, no, 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 no. Every time Christian Grey spoke, we did a, an impression of Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> okay, and so pretty saucy then. <laughs> every time Anastasia Steele spoke, we did an impression of Fluttershy from My Little Pony. So we had mm. fun with that. Mm. Um, that sounds great. I also saw the first movie. I have not, I, and I've read the synopses to the other two books, but I haven't mm. seen or read the mm. other two. So I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know if it's physically possible to write a synopsis of those movies. Like it would just be four sentences long. It, not a lot of, it's bad. It's real bad, isn't it? <laughs> They're so bad. I, Honestly, uh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, just so everyone's clear, I haven't seen this movie at no, all, all, any don't. of them. Uh, I did. I, I did message this to Nick. I have seen mm-hmm. what I consider to be the reason that Jamie Dornan, the dude, right? That's him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Got the role. I saw The Fall, which was a very acclaimed. Yeah, um, like BBC, killer, right? BBC killer series with Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Really great. Just for the record. Oh right. The Fall, first two seasons, immaculate. Season three, yeah. I don't know. But, uh, oh, it's kind of got a Twin Peaks thing if, going on. If you love a rainy thriller, you know. Yeah. Oh, Twin yeah. Peaks. Or is it more like Broadchurch? Broadchurch, yeah. Broadchurch, the killing, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen either of those, but uh, my wife has. So I do know that they are rainy and thrillers. (laughs) Um, But definitely more in that direction. It's, I mean, spellbinding television. This is so, spellbinding movies is just in this all case. content. So anyway, what I'm saying is I will be um, I will be judging from the uh, incredible six pack set of abs that Jamie Dornan had in that series, <laughs> and yeah. I assume also has in Fifty Shades of Grey. They're it's honestly not the best six pack. We get a lot of shirtless time of him in those films. We yeah, have to. you get okay. Let me tell you the best part of the first Fifty Shades <laughs> movie. Talk about his outfit. No, I'm gonna t- talk about him just taking a bite out of her toast like she's holding a piece of toast and he leans mm. over and takes a mm. bite out of it like it's supposed to be the sexiest thing in the world yeah, it's not very and hot. it oh, makes me laugh so hard it's not very saucy i'll i'll get into it but he has and it's like it's like the last thing in the movie he has an out he has a little bdsm outfit that he mm-hmm. wears whenever <laughs> he does his little bdsm games and his outfit is just a pair of ripped blue jeans and that's it. Hell yeah. And it's like, those are his special BDSM <laughs> blue jeans. No. Special dumb <laughs> jeans. I'm going to be laughing just in my own memory so much in this episode. Yeah. So, okay. You know what's that's... fascinating? And hmm. Chase, you must have already picked up on this, but Jamie Dornan is also a star of the TV show that I picked. Again, we, we're all about the six-pack abs here. We are all wow. about the six-pack abs. I did not pick the fall. Instead, I, like, I picked 
a TV show where that's really the only place you can go if you want to know the gritty, dark backstory of Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> ABC's Once Upon a Time. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jamie I didn't Dornan. know Jamie Dornan was in that. He is. I'll he's be the honest, sheriff. I didn't either until just now. He's the sheriff of Storybrooke. He's got a little. Oh. He's got cute. <laughs> pretty sure he's fucking the mayor. I'm only a few episodes in, but I know like general things. Like mm. he, uh, he's got a cute little vest that he wears with his badge. He's looking a uh, real good. Uh-huh. It is got a great jaw. It, oh yeah, um, it's diminished a little bit by the fact that it's like a Disney property, and it kind of, it's like, oh, okay, it is. how, right. how is he a cricket? No, no, he's not Jimmy Cricket. My guy. Some yeah, some other guy is Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> oh, is that character also a cricket though? He's usually a person. Uh, so the oh, whole, con- oh I mean, God, we'll get into it. The whole concept of the even. thing is all these storybook characters. For they're under a spell from the evil queen where they've all forgotten that they're storybook, storybook characters. They think they're just regular people living regular lives in a town called Storybrook, Maine. So Jiminy Cricket is a person who's like a therapist and he's just <laughs> some guy. And in like episode five, you get to know the dark, gritty backstory of Jiminy Cricket. I don't love it. I don't love it. Chase, have you seen this show? No. <laughs> I have dropped in on episodes, uh, not uh, on purpose. I, you know, there was a there was a period of time where my wife, I believe, watched uh, sure. some stuff, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And she was yeah. like, "It's just this fucking don't. It's a it's a shut up. It's a fucking magic. You shut up. Wait, yeah. yeah. Why why are you why are you giving me shit? Me New watch England. All right, pal. <laughs> I know that um, the creators of it were like guys who worked on Lost. That's that's like where my knowledge of it kind of ends. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, people. Them. When this show came hey, out, they're making people, money. People they're were working. really into it, and Tumblr was a big thing. So people on Tumblr, <laughs> oh, were a lot obsessed. of gifts, a lot of gifts. Then, <laughs> oh yeah, it mm-hmm. was huge on Tumblr because you got all mm-hmm. the sexy guys doing stuff, and then mm-hmm. there's like. It, there's a stuff. female main character and a female villain, so it's like just enough, um, uh-huh. like to be like, hey, feminism. we're doing a thing, right? That it's like, oh, this is a female-led show, right? Yeah, written by two of the, the the guys who wrote the show are named Adam and Edward, right? So like, <laughs> it's about as white male as you can possibly get. But hey, hey, ABC. You know, they're taking steps. You got to walk yeah. around, folks. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, ABC, you're doing it, I guess. You're, you're doing they, some stuff. They certainly did some stuff. They did some stuff. Well, well these are great. These pick, the, these actually have, like, yeah, these are similar, I, I feel th- like. Yeah, thematically, yeah. you know, there's... We, we, Cut we, from the same ilk. Uh-huh. There's a vibe. Yeah. Well, Nick, are you ready for battle one? I'm just fucking ready. All right. Chase, open, <laughs> open those ears and... Get ready to expand your mind? What am I talking about? Let's do battle one. Filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. (laughs) Hell yeah. So first, I do just need to point out that I did not watch one movie that was filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I watched three. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. all three of these movies, just like a lot of movies, a lot of movies, like when I, I to, to to choose my my movie pick for this uh, episode, I literally just Wikipedia'd like movies filmed in, in Vancouver, and it is 
pages worth pages and pages those those tax benefits must be just incredible yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. really really good yeah and it's got like a downtown area that is passable enough for most you know like it could definitely be a philadelphia it could be a Uh you know it could be parts of chicago Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's been new york plenty of times except they've got like that one new york street but okay so Mm -hmm. the film all three they filmed them i don't think it's funny to think of them filming them back to back, like it's like a Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty like sure. They, yeah, they had a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Let's I'm just pretty... right, folks. Let's keep everybody on site. <laughs> pretty sure it just took them about two long weekends once every two years until they were done. Huh. Uh, so they're all filmed like mostly in Vancouver, British Columbia, except for a couple uh, exterior shots because the movie takes place in Washington state and Oregon state mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. So it's still got that whole Pacific Northwest kind of vibe. Love Christian loved it. Okay. So you know that uh, 50 shades of gray, the book series was originally based on twilight fan fiction by a woman who was calling herself snow queen, ice dragon, right? Yeah. I know that there was a fan fiction thing. I know it was self-published like she yep. fucking scored huge this oh yeah she is what's her name her name's her name is snow dragon ice lady or snow queen snow queen dragon booty i think yeah Yeah. el james el james james who is one of the most successful authors of all time so so just like twilight uh these movies also take place in the pacific northwest and uh so christian gray is a seattle-based 27 year old billionaire which Mm -hmm. just that sentence is funny you hate him you know funny sentence just hate him (laughs) And he's got he's got properties all over the world. And I love that even within the third movie, she's still shocked. He's like, yo, we'll go to New York. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll find a hotel. And he's like, I have a place. And she goes, you have a place in New York? And it's like, you've been married for half this movie. This is two and a half movies of <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, we need a transparency on your real estate holdings. Well, that I wasn't know, in their that wasn't in their Dom sub contract that she gets which to Which is probably the sexiest his. scene. in all three movies which is a problem and then the other thing is um okay but so okay yeah and then she goes to school okay i'll get to that in a second so a lot of the filming in all three movies took place in the city's historic downtown area in a neighborhood called gas town and gas town of course is right in between central vancouver and japantown and when i googled best place to get drunk in in gas town uh the alibi room seemed pretty good Mm-hmm. That seemed like a pretty nice place. Place has a has, has a bar called the Alibi. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, they absolutely do. The Alibi. Town, it's, yeah. This one's on Alexander Street. They're currently mm-hmm. offering takeout, and they do have patio openings, so you can go and get a cocktail there. You know, if you want, and you know what? Hey, for all our listeners out there in Vancouver, go to the Alibi Room. Tell them Nick sent you. Stay safe, folks. <laughs> Stay safe, but you know, go out there. Uh, have uh, the, the the cocktail that they named after me called the Stinky Nipple. Um, <laughs> it actually it actually isn't a cocktail there yet. But when I was googling this for this episode, I was really drunk and I called them about fifteen times, crying and just begging them to add a cocktail. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Gastown, great place. You know, really, uh, they're really you know filling up the Vancouverness. But 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 the best part about not only three of these movies being filmed in Vancouver is uh, Anastasia Steele goes to the goes to Washington State University, which is in the state of Washington in the United States. Guess what city Washington State University is in? 
I have a guess. Vancouver, Washington? Is it Vancouver, Washington? <laughs> I mean, you know, you yeah. set it up for us. And Vancouver, Washington's like barely Washington. I mean, it's, 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 it's actually really close to it's Portland. A, it's a Portland suburb is what it is. Yes, it is. It, it's a it's Portland, Portland for Republicans. And it's, <laughs> ew, it, oh no, is it? The, I mean, kind of. Probably. Yeah. I think anywhere yeah. outside Washington of taxes Portland, are different. Any, um, anywhere else in that area is except for Portland proper. Yeah, that's is true. Portland. Anything outside of Portland is Portland for that's Portland. That's true. For Honestly, but Vancouver is a city, whereas you know, the other Republicans outside of Portland would choose you know other outlying areas because they don't want to see people. You know, right. but people choose Vancouver because it's like I want to still have not good amenities that like Portland has, but I want amenities. You know what I mean? I want a short list of like coffee shops and like a gym or whatever. And I want to live in like a weird, weirdly tall building that for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Then, that yeah, looks then, awkward around mm -hmm. all the other not tall buildings. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then, you know, but yeah, so that's, but I also want to be close to the airport, you know? <laughs> so. And I also um, want to maybe be able to be filmed in the background of the 50 shades darker. Would love to. <laughs> but yeah, so not only is this movie filmed in Vancouver, it's filmed in Vancouver. It takes place in Vancouver. We've got Vancouver on Vancouver wow. action going on in this. Gonna be tough That's to beat. hot. What if they're okay. steps? What if they're step siblings? These two Vancouvers, you know, they and are. like they're both home from for like summer vacation from college. I hope one of the Vancouvers doesn't get stuck pulling her laundry out of the dryer because. Oh my god. <laughs> I might actually call them rather than Steph, you know, how uh you like a half like a half half siblings, you know what I mean? Ooh, like their dad that's even around. dirtier. And, that's yeah. even more taboo. And as a yeah. result, they are who they are. What was that, Shelby? That's more <laughs> taboo. Yeah. yeah. If they're yeah. if they're getting together. Yeah. That's what we were talking yeah, about, right? So we're just talking about incest, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so, <laughs> so to, <laughs> and we're talking about how much Vancouverness took place in these movies, in yeah. three movies worth. So yeah, we got a lot of it. And uh, again, be safe, but check out the alibi room. Tell them Nick sent you. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't remember, I don't think this made it into the movie, but there is a part where during her trip to Florida in the first Fifty Shades of Grey book, doesn't her mom lives in Florida, right? And she goes and visits her mom. In the movie, it's Georgia. Oh, maybe it is Georgia. Maybe Who cares? Mirrors it's, the Twilight. Like I in have Twilight, seen the first her mom Twilight lives in movie. Florida. And she also Twilight. goes to like Arizona at the beginning of that. <laughs> yeah. Back. Anyway, carry on. Um, there's this part where he Christian takes Anastasia flying in this weird, not like flying. It's like a gliding a little penis plane, plane. a little pl yeah. penis plane. It's like a little penis plane. Does that happen in the, in the movie? Cause yeah. it's pretty yeah. funny. There are many pages devoted to them just flying in this stupid little plane. <laughs> she met this guy like two days ago and he's flying her in a helicopter. Like yeah. that would scare the shit out of me. I'm not letting some fucking dude some hot ass dude just fly me around in a helicopter show me yeah, I'd, like i'd let an ugly dude do it I'd let him, yeah because no you know he probably put more effort into learning how to fly um exactly. yeah there's also a part uh, in the book like the kinkiest thing that they do yeah sure they've got their dom sub thing going on but it's very light you I know guess, they're like some sort of. some some whippings some chains some bondage okay uh -huh. it's like you know Pretty. I think the kinkiest thing that they do in the book is he pulls out her tampon. 
Yikes. Yeah. Like she's on That's her not even like. And he's like, are you wearing a tampon? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, bend over. And she bends over and he pulls out her tampon. And when I read that, I was like, that is like the only thing in this book that I feel like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, thank you for that one. <laughs> and that doesn't even happen in the movie. Yeah, so that's no. not even the kinkiest thing that happens in the movie. No, he bites her toast. Okay. Filmed in, <laughs> filmed in Vancouver. <laughs> filmed in Vancouver. So once upon a time. The show filmed all throughout uh, Vancouver. Oh, right. So you've got a bunch of this wilderness in North Vancouver. They've got a little troll bridge. They've got all these you know, big trees. It's supposed to be Maine, which Vancouver, very far away from Maine. But Extremely. Uh, yeah. they made it work. Not very close at all. And they made it work so well by transforming an entire village of Steveston in the greater <laughs> Vancouver area in British Columbia into Storybrook, Maine. They keep the whole set there. Oh no, poor Steveton. <laughs> poor Steveton. So all of the all of the stuff like the popular locations in the show, Granny's Diner, Mr. Gold's Pawn Shop, the Clock Tower and Library, are uh, the Wharf. These are all places in steveton i can't even imagine what it was like to live there during (laughs) while this show was on and i even more can't imagine what it's like now because this little just little seaside village used to be every season they would bring in all this you know all the sets and everything and film this show and then it'd just be gone (laughs) like what is going on in those people's lives i don't know there is one only one building in Steveton that's actually owned by ABC, or it was actually owned by ABC, was Mr. Gold's Pawn Shop. Um, uh-huh. Just a dude the, named Steve owns the rest. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it apparently, <laughs> just just imagine this freaking sh- this town. Okay, so you've got this fake Storybrook thing. For part of the year, they change all of the signs so that it says Storybrook instead of Steveton. And then they leave and everything's so back okay. to Steveton, except for Mr. Gold's pawn shop, which is boarded up. The windows are boarded up. <laughs> yeah, they're like, fuck you. You don't get this. No. <laughs> for celebs only. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Um, the town hall is actually uh, southeast of Vancouver in Langley. Um, in British Columbia, there's all of the, oh, like, that's a yeah. whole different Langley. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not that kind of, uh, Langley, but yes. Anyway, uh, back to Steveston. Steveston. Okay. Storybrook remains in Steveston, even while filming is wrapped. So they don't change all of the signs back. Uh, I did imply that, but they don't, they just keep <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to be getting, cause I get like a, like a starry hollow, stars yeah, hollows. Yeah. Like that. Kind of vibe exactly. from that. Is that what I'm supposed to be getting? Okay. Yeah. It's a cute little village. Um, uh-huh. just, just all of their little, you know, old fashioned buildings. And then, uh-huh. and then the other side of that is like when they're in the more, when you're seeing flashbacks to the story land, uh, this okay. This show's not. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But... <laughs> what? <How do> you... <laughs> really? It's kind of like. Let you me mean put it Jiminy in... Cricket didn't have a dark back backstory? <laughs> let, let, let me put it in terms you might understand. You know how in WandaVision, she's got this whole <laughs> her whole little hex set up. Yeah. Storybook yes, is like the hex. Yes, I do understand one hundred percent. Yeah, Storybook's kind of like the hex where everyone in it 
they were storybook characters, but they forgot. They're just going about living their lives as if sure, Wanda sure, sure. has put them under uh, a spell. A spell. Exactly. So story. Bro- so Steveton is just Storybrooke pers- persevering. Exactly. Or the other way <laughs> What around. is Steveton but Storybrooke persevering? <laughs> exactly. So not only was this filmed in Cam- Vancouver, but also they transformed a part of Vancouver to be a part of this <laughs> show, and it will never live it down. Vancouver, <laughs> that part of Vancouver is forever changed because of this show. And you can tell because if you go look online, there are still all of these sites up that are like, t- like here's a visual tour of every single location oh, in Once no. Upon a Time. <laughs> and yeah. all of like the Visit I Richmond. I want to go on that tour. Visit Richmond, visit Steveston, um, these parts of Greater Vancouver. All of the tour websites for those towns are like, Once Upon a Time was filmed here. <laughs> you know, this is slightly off topic, but actually very on topic. No. I read an uh, 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 article a while back about Miami Vice mm-hmm. and sure. why Miami. Because I was just like, why was Miami such a thing in the 80s? Like, who gives a fucking shit? Uh-huh. And it, it was the show. But Miami Vice is what brought up the like the mystique of Miami. And they, much like uh, Steven <laughs> Town or whatever the fuck, they went to like the main um, drag of Miami and like repainted it for the show. Uh-huh. Like they put a bunch of bright colors up. They just did a bunch of renovations. Spruced work. it up. Yeah. For for fucking Don Johnson. Because it was less money uh for them to do all that than to, you know, do uh, where you know, it was just so cheap to film there. They was like, whatever, we'll, we'll do it. And as a result, it like kind of had this resurgence uh, of of the area. Anyway, carry on. And the resurgence of Miami Vice, which led to uh, or the you know, which the resurgence of Miami from Miami Vice led to the stardom of Don Johnson, which led to uh, a certain daughter of his getting a starring role in a trilogy of sexual Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. adventure dakota johnson Mm -hmm. and you know what she killed it i gotta say in that she's not she's okay i think she is doing her she's good darndest she's doing i i found her in that movie i was like she is doing as much as she can with this source material the source material Mm -hmm. is bad she and jamie jordan clearly don't get along but dakota johnson was clearly trying and i appreciate that about her yeah so she's very pretty She's very pretty. Mm. You know who stars in uh, Once Upon a Time? That one lady from House. That's how I know her. <laughs> Jennifer Morrison. Ah, uh, yes. Yet another uh, show that I have Omar Epps? Seen. Yeah, I wish. All right. That's my argument for Filmed in Vancouver. I think we both... Uh, we're going to have a yeah. tough, wow. tough decision to make, wow. Chase. This is a lot of Vancouver. I would like to go to Vancouver. I now. would love to go to Vancouver. I want to go to Vancouver. Are you kidding me? Yeah. fucking would love it. My, I'd like um, to go anywhere that's not the here. fucking greater Los Angeles area. I'd love Vancouver. anywhere that isn't my kitchen. Um, <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, my sister-in-law technically has Canadian citizenship. She has family from Vancouver, so I'm like, maybe I've gotten in there. Have you like ever talked food. to a Canadian? And I mean this, <laughs> not in the broad sense, but like, you ever talked to a Canadian about like what their life is like? Like, I remember it was it was a while back. It was probably uh, ten years ago at this point. But I was uh-huh. talking to some. Canadian who's visiting uh he, long story short my house had like a, a couch surfing you know spot open and so people would just like come through sure. anyway and these Canadians were just talking about all their fucking free ass medical care and their free ass <laughs> college and I was just like man fuck these fucking ass. <laughs> I 
I mean, again, I would love to be you, but fuck you. <laughs> I did ask a Canadian one time. I was like, do you still like the show Breaking Bad or does that just not make any sense to you? <laughs> and they're like, no, it's, it's a great show. It's a great show. But yeah, no, that's just not something we got to worry about. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, we're sorry. Yeah, so fuckers. this is my decision time. I'm supposed to decide. No, uh, no, no, we'll wait. We'll wait till the can... end. Okay, we're, you're gonna, we're gonna I'm load waiting. you up. You're gonna let it all loose at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> got Lord. it. But yeah. for now, we're Wait, gonna move I'm gonna on. Make some notes here. Good, good, good. Uh, great. Gonna move okay. on to battle two. Studious, studious man. Uh-huh. Battle two, mirror, mirror on the wall. Of course, mirror, mirror on oh, the wall. Oh, this makes that makes a lot of sense. Is what that evil queen says to her mirror. She's like, "Show me the fairest of them all," and it's her, it's her, it's her every day until one day, Snow White becomes so pretty. That now what Snow White is the fairest one of all. What a bitch. And the evil queen is like, mm, I can't have that. So she sends out, you know, forces <laughs> to kill Snow White, capture her. It doesn't work. Snow White, meanwhile, uh, in in this show, Snow White runs away, becomes uh, like thief and bandit, and then steals from Prince Charming, but then he gets back at her, and then they get married and have a baby who they... Uh, managed to save from the evil queen's spell and the baby goes gets transported to the side of the road in our world and becomes Emma Swan who is then the main character of the what? show Once Upon a Time no <laughs> Swan yeah why why how many I mean, episodes can... does that take um well you see all that in the first episode but you get more Great. background to it as the show goes on do they do flashbacks like Lost? They do do flashbacks every episode. <laughs> and it is a lot like Lost because it's like Lost, you'd be like, oh, this episode is about this guy and this episode's about this guy. You're seeing like this person's backstory. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Once Upon a Time oh, where it's like exhausting. this Shit's episode. Exhausting. Yeah, this episode is about Cinderella and her her deal, what life was like for her before and after the evil spell. And this one's about Jiminy Cricket or whatever. I have a question. Yeah. Well, maybe you don't know this, mm-hmm. uh, and and I know this may or may not apply to the mirror mirror situation we are we are currently resting our way through. But what what is the what are they trying what what is anybody trying to accomplish? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That is a once great- upon a time, other than just being fucking psychos. That's a great question, Chase. And and are they I trying can't... to break the spell, trying to get back. Yes. Are they trying to stay there, or are they trying to go back to the well, yeah fantasy land? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me break it down for you, please. The evil queen put this spell on everyone to she she basically killed her own father, sacrificed her own father to make this spell work. Where she was having a bad day. Yeah, she was just having a bad day. Um, Absolutely. She made everyone in the storybook world forget who they were. They okay, so they're just trying to remember who they were. They're trying to remember who they were. They have all forgotten that they were storybook characters. They didn't of course. know, yes, except yes. for the evil queen. She knows what's going on. And there's mm-hmm. a suggestion that Rumpelstiltskin might know also at the point that I <laughs> am. He goes by Mr. Gold. Um, he's quite evil, but he's played by the guy who plays the cannibal in Ravenous, the movie you may remember from a previous hey. episode of this podcast, uh, nice. for which I wrote a rap about the Mexican-American War. So, Ooh, wrap it again right now. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> please, if you want to hear it, listen to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> or watch my music video. It's on YouTube. Um, <laughs> so, she wants power, and she gets it, the evil queen, because she's the mayor of this town, 
she everyone in the town will do what she says because she like has all the power she owns everything she like I don't really understand how that works. I don't think it's quite legal, but somehow she's a she, landlord. Yeah, she's just like <laughs> she's just like the complete ruler of this town and everyone who lives in it used to be storybook characters, but they've forgotten who they are and she's intent yeah. on keeping them from remembering. However, like I said, Snow White's daughter, Emma, uh, Emma <laughs> did Swan. not get, Emma Swan did not get caught up in the in the uh, spell. Instead, she just lived a normal life. Well, going through foster care was actually a pretty tough life. She had a baby at like 18. She gave it up for adoption, continues with her life, becomes a bounty hunter. And at some point, her, her biological <laughs> son, her biological son, Henry, hunts her down and is like, hey, you gave me up for adoption 10 years ago. Uh, now I live well, in this 10 town. when he's doing this? Yeah. He's like, now I live in this town called Storybrooke. My mom, I think, is an evil queen. Because the evil queen adopted the kid. And he's like, here's a book I have that Snow White gave me for some reason. That, But she doesn't know she's so, Snow White. He thinks it's just her, his, or she thinks he's she's just like a teacher, whatever. So there's a big storybook that explains everyone's backstory. So the kid, Henry, is like, I think you're the baby at the end of the story. And I'm your kid. And you are the prophesized hero who's going to break the spell and help everyone remember who they are. And that's the. <laughs> I want to slap this kid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Fine. But getting back <laughs> to the explanation, Fine. of course, mirror, mirror on the wall. That's how this whole show started. That's the whole plot of this show. Starts out with that. Guess who plays the mirror? Because yes, even the mirror gets turned into a regular person. <laughs> oh my god! Who plays the this mirror? Sounds like Beauty and the Beast. It's Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> What? It's Gus Wait, from Breaking that Bad. That guy? <laughs> yeah. He plays the mirror. <laughs> Isn't that great? All right. I don't get it. All right. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I don't understand. <laughs> At any point, does he say, I will kill your infant daughter? Has anybody, you know, and I'm asking the audience, <laughs> they can't answer, but has anybody seen <laughs> that movie? In the, it was a Disney, it was, uh, speaking of ABC, I, I want to say it was on ABC, but it was it's Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <when you say? laughs> the movie is trippy as fuck. And that's, what, that's what this makes me think of, but way less fun. You know, <laughs> no, that sounded pretty fun. That sound Mother fun. Goose Rock and Rhyme is for kids who are on acid. This is for <laughs> moms who are out of wine spritzers. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Yes, that's, yes, that's a really good way there, to put it because it's got like there's not. It's entertaining in a way that it's like colorful, um, you know, and there's stuff going on. It just like you know, if you know Disney stuff, you can you know all these Disney Ugh, people I hate are Disney like adults. I know. <laughs> let wait till the next round. I'll I'll get you. Oh man, <laughs> we'll oh, talk no. about it. But it's like okay, there's enough of a story going on that you're like okay, I can put this on while I'm like looking at my phone and it's somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's phone TV. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh. So it's like, God, that sounds. It's not enough to like make you really angry, but it is enough to be like, why? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. When you're watching it, does like white Zinfandel mixed with Seven Up just appear and like three <laughs> ice cubes? Does it just appear in your hand? Weirdly, yeah. You can put ice in it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I like it better with ice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's that's it for me. Mirror, mirror on the wall. 
Wow. <laughs> Amir is a, a person. The mirror is a person. That is his, his human is fr- name. Not- his human name is Sydney Glass. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like part of you, part of me is like, okay, stupid, stupid. <laughs> part of me is like, there's so many moving pieces to this thing. You have to name somebody like yeah, James A. Badman. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we have no idea what the fuck's going on. The uh, the bad guy in the second two uh, Fifty Shades movies, his last name is Hyde. They yeah. just call him Hyde the entire time. It's like, oh, get it? He's bad. We mm-hmm. thought he was good. All right, mirror, mirror <laughs> on the wall for the Fifty Shades trilogy. Uh, there's a couple different ways that I was kind of thinking of going with it. Number one, it's like very vain. Like the queen is very vain. She's like mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Like who's hot? Like I'm the most beautiful person. And these movies are just, they have the emotional depth of like Chipotle architecture. Like these movies. <laughs> are just the most shallow things in the world it's just about two attractive people fucking and i'm not even that's not even i'm not that's not even the demerit of the movie Mm -hmm. but it is very shallow they don't like there's no emotional resonance that makes Mm -hmm. a lick of fucking sense so Mm -hmm. very very shallow mirror mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all i could also make an argument that this is the fucking whitest trilogy (laughs) of movies ever uh, there are three people of color who have speaking roles in this movie. One of them is just a dude who's singing at a gala ball for a bunch of old, rich white people. Sure, so I don't think you out. can count that. Yeah, no one way. of the other, uh, one, then the other one is uh, Anastasia's assistant, and then the last one is her friend Jose, who uh, forces himself on, tries to force himself on her in the first movie, while she clearly says no, and then they never talk about it again, and they're still good friends. Yeah. Um, oh, tight. So those are the only three people of color who speak in the movies. Or, but the way I decided to really land on, on how I could argue Mirror Mirror on the Wall and Fifty Shades is they are both just like, okay, so just like the quote Mirror Mirror on the Wall, everything about Fifty Shades is absolutely incorrect. (laughs) It is 100% wrong because it's not Mirror Mirror on the Wall. The actual quote is magic mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all and it's one of those famous misquotes Mm -hmm. you know like from movies like how he doesn't actually say luke i am your father he says no i am your father or the he actually said this is one small step for man one giant step for my boy for my wife's boyfriend steven (laughs) um it was just like small little things that we misquoted the the first nationally known cuck was (laughs) exactly he was very proud of it too because everything in these movies is incorrect. Everything about BDSM is wrong. Everything about relationships is wrong. Everything about the way that humans interact with each everything about movie making mm-hmm. is wrong in these movies. It's just it's wild. Um so we were talking you talked about it a little bit, Shelby. Uh for a movie that's sexy, that's supposed to be like very like risque and oh my god, it's so sexy. First off, we never even see his dick. We don't see his dick once. Yeah, not even limp. No. Not even no. No, show me some they showed, us, they showed us more hog in Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Oh yeah. Than <laughs> that might have yeah, been the first time more. I saw I saw a stranger's penis was in Monty Python's The Life of Brian. You know? <laughs> and he's got ma- he's got major bush in that too. Yeah. Mine was the last time I was looking out the bus while I was in downtown LA. <laughs> uh there's not these movies are not sexy. They're not like very sexy. There's like like 
this whole, the whole every sex scene is just him taking off her panties and then holding her arms down while they fuck which that's just like i don't know normal sex yeah like he, that, yeah. go back think about it shelby that movie is 75 percent him taking her panties yeah off. no yeah it, it's not like for all they do like talking about the kink culture and bdsm they they don't do any of it the, like it doesn't you're no, right it's not accurate at all not that i know a lot about it. it but again i'm on tiktok and somehow <laughs> somehow i'm on kink talk i don't know how the algorithm got me there but mm. And then, like, and also, like, so she's supposed to be a 21-year-old woman in 2015. Okay, she's very sheltered. She's a virgin. I get it. That's fine. That's the character. She's very sheltered. But, like, she's asking questions like, what's a butt plug? Okay, fine if you don't know what a butt plug is, but you have an iPhone. Yeah. It's also just Google it. specific item to ask about is pretty descriptive. Right. The name is pretty right? yeah, clear. Exactly. exactly. It's like, what's a waffle iron? No, <laughs> well, it makes waffles. Just and like it's use made the of iron. Yeah, there you go. Use the fucking just yeah. It's pretty like nothing about these movies are correct. Nothing about the characters are correct, and definitely nothing about the BDSM sex that they have is correct. And I swear, I'm not gonna get. That much into it, but we've got a new segment that's brand new for this episode. And this is actually, I didn't know this until this is Shelby's favorite topic ever. Oh no. Really? Is to hear about, yeah, yeah, my sex life. It's it's her favorite thing <laughs> oh, to hear about. She demands to hear about it. So here's the intro for this new segment. It's really, I hope you guys like it. I made this. Oh. I don't know what that was. Nailed it. Just, just, yeah, thank you. Just had a little bit of fun with that. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie knows, yeah? Let's hear about that sex life, baby. I gotta know. This movie doesn't know anything (laughs) about BDSM. Like, it really doesn't know anything about BDSM sex. Just, like, they never use a gag. He never, the whole movie's him taking off her panties, never puts them in her mouth once. He fingers her, like, once in public. Okay, yeah, we've all been to college before. (laughs) They do hardly any anal play. Uh, There's never any alley sex. Uh, No threesomes. Come on. Not even mentioned it once. Uh, he never orders her to fold his laundry while naked and only wearing high heels and then crawl to the fridge to get a beer. They never videotape themselves. They never upload those videos to a kink website. <laughs> I mean, come on. At one point, she's like, how many girls have you brought to the room? She asks, how many people have you had sex with? His answer? 15. Yeah, it's not that lot. It's not a lot. Rookie. That's He's not... a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> he could have 15. He could have sex with 15 people by noon. <laughs> None of it makes any sense. And and this is me. And I don't know that much about this stuff. I'm not a billionaire. I was just a just a gross dude in a studio apartment in Chicago. And I know more about than know more about this than he does that poser, you know, like and like he's got the whole room. And yeah, Shelby, I was going to say, it's almost like it's based on um, source material written by someone who also didn't know anything about it. It's almost no. as if that's the case. Yeah, it's almost in like the that. movie. He tells her to Google what being sub- what a submissive is like. So she just Googles the word submissive, and you can tell that's what El Ice Lady Snow Dragon Lady yeah. did to write this movie. 
Um, but most importantly, is that a BDSM relationship is not about one person submitting their entire personality and their entire sense of self to their dom, because that's just actually called an abusive abuse, relationship. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is not BDSM. Like, stalking your partner, tracking your partner, giving your partner lots of money. She, at one point he takes her, he said, he makes a comment one time that he, that her car is old, even though it's like a, like a classic, like 1950s, beautiful car. And he's like, this is old. So then he has his bodyguard steal her car. Then he buys her a new one and then gives her $24,000 for her old car. And she didn't ask him to do any of that. That's actually called, super fucked up and you shouldn't steal someone's car mm-hmm. and i it's just so it's it's fun to talk about how vanilla these movies are and how fucking lame it is that like i think once they use a butt plug and you don't even again don't even see it go in the Come whole on. movie i was just yelling show it go in show i just wanted to see in. it go in once uh so it's it's very frustrating it's very incorrect everything about it is wrong everything that it's that's the difference between dominating somebody and controlling somebody and this movie clearly does not have any idea what healthy boundaries are or what a healthy relationship is or what a healthy bdsm relationship is uh because it's super fucked up and terrible and bad and um yeah boo boo yeah Sex is fun. Why are you making it not fun, movie? Yeah, more mm-hmm. toast biting, less panty removal. <laughs> Get some butter on less, there. Get butter on the toes. Just leave the panties on for once, you know? Just pull them to the side. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, that would, would have been the most BDSM thing. That would have been the kinkiest thing in the movie. And then you take them off, and then you put them in your mouth. Okay, it's just, I'm not trying to get too dirty about it. But look, it's just like I'm just spitballing here. Spitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they missed so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, that's what I got. It's it's white, it's vain, and it's incorrect. All just like the quote, mirror, mirror on the wall. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Yeah, oh, I got job. a lot off my chest there. Yeah, you really, yeah. I think I feel you like we've changed that. as people. <laughs> I, I, took, I took like this much notes on my iPhone while I was watching these movies, and that's more notes than anybody involved in the movie took. So <laughs> I know more about the movie than they do. All right. All right. I think we're, uh, we're it's time ready for battle three battle three, battle three. I keep wish i could be there what's the wording for this i wish i could be there wish i wish i, I could yeah. i wish i could be there wish i could be there this one's also a little open-ended i had like a couple different uh i had a couple different you know points for why i wish i could be there number one I'd love a vacation to beautiful, scenic Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm, Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. First off, haven't gone anywhere. Would love to go there. There's so much to do Mm -hmm. in in Vancouver. I'd like to go to the Museum of Anthropology Mm -hmm. and see their expansive collection of preeminent First Nations artworks. Sounds great. Sounds Sounds fucking. I'd like to hike the Grouse Mountain. I'd like to see the sea walls in Stanley Park. Is have I have you been to Vancouver? Either of you ever? Is it beautiful? I haven't been. I've I've merely lived in the Pacific Northwest, but I've not, mm. n- never been as far north as Vancouver. Well, according to the filming of these movies, they're the same thing. And you know what else <laughs> I'd like true. to do? I'd like to take a trip to Gastown in their historic downtown area right in between central Vancouver and Japantown. And I'd like to see all my friends at the Alibi Room. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have a, have, have a nice stinky nipple. <laughs> you know what? 
order one for everybody. And while I'm there, I can apologize for all the drunk dialing I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to just spend a weekend in Vancouver. Maybe we Sounds should nice. all go. Maybe should we, we all go? Yeah, let's get okay. an Airbnb. Right. Ten years from today. Uh-huh. In 2031, <laughs> we'll, we'll all meet in, Vancouver. in Gastown. Uh-huh. <laughs> Outside the uh, alibi number room. Two. Yeah, 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 we're all going to the alibi room. We'll all have stinky nipples. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I wish I were there so that I could, you know, maybe give help to the director and the screenwriter mm-hmm. and the actors. Mm-hmm. And everybody involved, and just maybe give them notes on how to be a be on how to be like a human being. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, someone mm-hmm. who's ever interacted or had sex with someone, mm-hmm. uh, because they don't. Uh, I don't think they know. I mean, Number I, three. I, yeah. I guess I have a question. I know yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just an impartial judge here. What do I know? Yeah. But what do you it seems know? To me, like as far as the notes go to that director or the producer or the writers, uh-huh. in actuality, they were delivering a product that went, that already had a, a given. Yes to it. So to you know what I mean? I, I, you know, we say uh, Dakota Johnson's doing a lot of heavy lifting because, you know, boy, this I'd say just about everybody's doing heavy lifting, you know? Somewhere, somewhere down the pipe, you know, at each moment, somebody was just like, this is going to be the thing we're going to do? Fuck yeah. I mean, you know, they bought a million fucking copies. <laughs> we'll do whatever it takes. Uh, you know? That's a except good Jamie Dornan is just real like, this is my grand opus. No, yeah. he, he he knew it was bad. He clearly yeah. hated yeah. being there. <laughs> like Yeah, he he didn't he said that after he actually I read a quote from him that said after this movie, he's decided like he's never going to do a character that he can relate to so little. And that's after playing a serial killer in the killing. In the vault. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. Uh, in in Broadchurch. Um, what was he but, in? Uh, he wasn't in Broadchurch. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. Um, uh, another. Uh, okay. And also, I mean, I'd like to be there. It is still. They're still sexy. Still get to see him naked. You know, yeah. that could mm-hmm. be some sex. Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson. They mm-hmm. are gravy boat attractive people and you know what i think could have made those sex scenes even a little sexier why not uh i don't know why not throw in a midwestern dude with a jesse pleman's body right in the middle of that yeah just standing just there watch. just standing there maybe just like eating some mustard pretzels <laughs> i think that would, or, that would raise the kink level quite a bit if there's it would just definitely a, raise a third it person really would, honestly just just one other person yeah. just around you know having yeah. some pretzels or I mean, why not? Maybe throw them in there. Why don't why don't why don't you get you know? Maybe that would just you know mm-hmm. the three of them just have like a normal dude in between them. Why don't you guys think about that, huh? Mm-hmm. No, I'm actually telling you <laughs> to close your eyes and think about it. Think of that sweet, sweet honey drenched sex with Jesse Plemons and and me and uh, that's the kind of sex that's gonna smell way past the top sheet. You know what I'm, I'm just... saying? But the main reason. <laughs> I'm, the main I'm so reason sorry, that, Nick. Yeah. I'm just imagining like reading the script for it, and the script is just really the, the the script wants you to know for sure that the third person is much less attractive than the other two. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it repeats the, it the over The much and heavier over. gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> Dakota like, Johnson takes a moment to fully swing her leg over the girthy gut of the third gentleman. Like seriously, no more attractive than Danny DeVito. <laughs> Uh, all right but the main reason that i wish i could have been there is because these movies are fucking funny they really are i was cackling the entire time these movies were playing and i wasn't there 
But if I had been there, I think it might have sounded. What is it? What is that playing? I don't know. Maybe what that it's just is. people right. keep calling you, and that's your new ringtone. <laughs> Oh, that's a great ringtone. Well, this is, I think, maybe what it would have sounded like if I had been there. This is not that long. It's only like six minutes. I'm kidding. Okay, wait. Six minutes. Let's go. I don't do romance. <laughs> Why not? My tastes are very singular. <laughs> what does that mean? You wouldn't understand. I think I would if you would just take a moment to explain yourself. Thanks for the ride. Laters, baby. <laughs> Ah, why did you say that? Are you gonna make love to me now? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Two things. Oh god. First, oh. I don't make love. Oh no, what are you gonna say next? What's two? I fuck. Oh. <laughs> hard. <laughs> There's some people who say that I don't have a heart. I don't. Why would they say that? <laughs> because they know me well. <laughs> I would like to fuck you into the middle of next week. <laughs> You're not fighting fair. No one has ever said that. I never have. <laughs> you fucking idiots. Why do you need to? Because it's the way I am. Hey, guys. So sorry to interrupt. Uh, but was this the last box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Or Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Were you about to say the thing? Because I'm 50 shades of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, that... That sounds real dumb when you say it. Could you say that one other thing for me real quick? Go ahead. Just say it once. Laters, baby. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Mwah. There we go. Oh. I wish I could have been there. Because it's pretty funny. That is me too. Good. Did, Thank do you. they explain in the movie why he starts saying laters, baby? Because I know... Laters, baby. They overhear, mm -hmm. like, her roommate's boyfriend or something says it in a very, like, genuine, like, laters, baby, like, obviously kind of way. So they're, like, making fun of him, but then it becomes their thing. Isn't that oh, weird? Oh, I don't... They only... They say it... I don't think they say it in the second two. He says it, but it's not supposed to be a joke, I don't think. Yeah, it's... And then she repeats it later. It becomes, like, their thing after they're, like, making fun of people, but it doesn't work. Later's baby. It does not work. God, he's, re he's really bad in it. And I don't think Jamie Dornan is a bad actor. Yeah. I don't know. I've only seen him in this. I'm not saying... He was really good in the fall. <laughs> I, I bet. No, I bet you he was good in it. But he, he was... Like, like you can watch Dakota Fanning in it and be like, ah, you know, she's she's trying, but like, oh, oh, it's bad. It's a really bad movie. Yeah, I had fun. Wish I could have been there. Yeah, it is fun. It's a fun movie. I yeah, fun don't think I would want to be there. Um, I would prefer to be in this magical <laughs> world of Once Upon a Time, where apparently Disney Steve doesn't down. exist and doesn't own every single piece of entertainment. So <laughs> imagine <laughs> when they talk That's about fair. these stories, That's they're fair. like, oh, Jimmy Cricket, he's a storybook character, as if they don't know about Pinocchio, which means like you have to assume Disney doesn't really exist. And now this show, you watch it on Disney Plus, like Disney has owned ABC since the 90s or something. Yeah. So when yeah. it air so this is like a Disney owned thing, but they don't talk about it as a Disney owned thing. They're, it's like, you know, trying to be separate itself from like the kids' movies kind of thing. It's it's oh, a little yeah. darker, huh. it's a little sexy. It's mommy's time. Yeah, it's mommy time. <laughs> um, Mommy's got her white Zin and seven up mixed together so with a few ice cubes. Because it's so popular with Disney adults, that means if you're there in the world, there are no Disney adults. You're free wow. of them. Whoa. Wouldn't that be amazing? Imagine, what am I supposed yeah. to talk about on dating apps then? <laughs> Imagine a world where 
if someone mentions like Geppetto, it's just like, okay, yeah, whatever. That's like, you, you, you got an Italian friend, I guess. Right. You're not like thinking about, <laughs> oh, the Disney movie. If someone mentions, you know, Rapunzel, you're not like, oh, Tangled, you know, you're just mm. living. It, mm. All of them are all centered in that little town. They're in that town. You can just be anywhere else in the world. And apparently no one knows anything about this shit. So that sounds pretty cool to me. That'd be cool. That that I've, I'm interested. Yeah. They don't mention Disney at all, which when you think about it, Disney owns everything. Disney owns yeah. 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 20, 21st Century Fox. Disney owns uh-huh. National Geographic. FX. Yep. Uh-huh. They own the ma- they own the majority of Hulu. They yep. of mm-hmm. course have owned Muppets for a very long time and Marvel and mm-hmm. Star Wars, like Jesus Christ. Um, mm. already said ABC. They also they own, own Jesus. They own Christianity. Yep. Mm. They own the majority of ESPN. So basically, uh, they share ownership of A and E and Lifetime and the History Channel. They also are invested in GoPros and they own Hollywood huh. Records. Disney owns fucking everything. Yeah, I hate it. And it's yeah. bad. It's sad. All of this, the movies that come out, everything is so focused on Star Wars or Marvel, which I know we like those things, but I don't want those to be the only things. That yes. sucks. I agree. I don't, want, I don't need a new superhero movie every year. I don't need that, and I don't want it. I wish more stories I mean, were being I mean, like multiple told. at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, so many. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying I need, I need fewer than that. Disney? Sure, well, we get like back. three a year by now. Take a step back, Disney. Um, but I wouldn't have to deal with any of that if I lived in this magical world where uh, the storybook characters were just all, you know, mm-hmm. actual. They, they're from another dimension or something. So mm-hmm. Disney doesn't know. Yeah, own. that's pretty good. Yeah. And that's, that's why I wish I could be there. I would love to see <laughs> some other entertainment that's not owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. But Disney, if you want to pay that us to keep doing this podcast and not cool. say stuff like that, like we'll take them. <laughs> yeah, I'll kick Shelby off this podcast in a second for her terrible anti-Disney views. Mm-hmm. If we have to. You know. Yeah. I, I, I personally, I could go for one. I could go for one superhero movie a year. It doesn't have to be by Disney, though. Right. You know? Yeah. But they all are. Be great if it weren't actually, yeah. In the old and not, but also not be DC. There's a formula. Like all of these Disney produced movies are so, are very formulaic in a way that's like not interesting to me as far as storytelling goes. No, it's fair. But you know, I will say one thing to, to I don't know if it's to Disney's credit, but definitely to Marvel Studios as they began and I again continued whatever they did. Look. I'm not a comic book person. You know, I remember as a kid, I watched, the, I yeah. watched the Batman movies, was super mm-hmm. psyched yeah. for them, loved Ghostbusters, um, but like ne- didn't read comic books, ne- never really cared. Um, and I just think that if in, if in 2008, like when the first Iron Man movie came out, someone told me, mm-hmm. hey, you might care what happens to this character uh. in 10 years, I'd be like, Iron Man? <laughs> you mean the least interesting superhero yeah, of all right. time? They're like, what about Thor? The lightning the dude? Creepy dude with long blonde hair? No, no thanks. The, yeah. Why are you naming the most uninteresting characters yeah. I've ever heard of? 
you know so I, I do think i do i have to give again this is more of a more of just like i guess the vision of marvel i don't really know who to credit here mm -hmm. but i do think that they did do a pretty good job of being like you're gonna know and care about these yeah. people yep. like just like again it's like it, by by a same similar analogy if you had told me 10 five years ago like there's gonna be a movie about aquaman i'd be like no there's fucking not dude. The the superhero of all time dude all time stupidest superhero for sure there's no way they're gonna make a movie there's no way they're gonna make it look cool like it's a punchline only and then they did it you know again not marvel but i'm just saying like yeah well i don't know what's going on with that tide congrats to them you know, no, I, I can't stay on the boat forever you know i think what but they like, i think mainly I how totally they understand. do it is they make it so you don't really have a choice but to care about these things because they're mm. so large a part of our entertainment culture right now sure. like you can't mm. hop yeah. online without seeing someone talking about falcon and winter soldier like Right, right, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am. I, I'd like to separate the, the current momentum yeah. from the momentum that had been, to be made yeah. in order to get. They did build are. it up. They, like they really did it. It's pretty wild. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I didn't give a shit about comic books, and then like I went to see Thor with like my friends because they liked comic books, and I was like. I mean, I'll go. Like, Iron Man was fine. And then, you know, 10 years later, I'm like, but of course Taika Waititi has to come back to and direct the fourth installment <laughs> right. because they really changed the character. Yeah. And I've talked about several Marvel movies on this silly yeah. podcast mm -hmm. before, so mm -hmm. I'm I'm all there. You know, got, like, I'm they, all they in. got it under our skin somehow. I wonder they, if they made Once Upon a Time now, would they, like, if they remade it? Or did a, another reboot? Would it be like Marvel and Star Wars characters? All Marvel superheroes. Sure. Honestly, why not? You know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Robert Downey Jr. just plays, uh, plays Geppetto. Well, he and Pepper Potts had a baby that escaped the spell, and now that baby mm -hmm. has to come. Oh, that works. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it would make $10 billion. Oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> a, that's all you need to do. Just name the main character Morgan, and it will make a billion dollars. Well, that was that's my argument. Those are all three battles. Great job, Chase. Do you have any lingering questions, or are you ready for a break? I think I'm ready. Okay, all right. No questions. Well, then Your we'll honor. take a break. I'm the honor, <laughs> and we will see you on the other side. So this is just an interview for the newspaper. I just have a couple questions. Mr. Gray will see you now. What was he like? He was polite, intense, smart, really intimidating. Do you have any interests outside of work? What about you? I'd like to know more about you. There's really not much to know about me. Look at me. I am. To what do you owe your success? I exercise control in all things, Miss Steele. You must be really boring. I am incapable of leaving you alone. Then don't. I have a rough start in life. You should steer clear of me. I don't do romance. My tastes are very singular. You wouldn't understand. Enlighten me then. 
to vancouver we did some shots we had a stinky nipple it was fun yeah i'm not allowed back in the alibi room anymore <laughs> he kept asking if they could give him an alibi he's like i promise i wasn't involved in that crime um and we're like nick that's not <laughs> what this room and they is knew for. i was because i'd committed the crime in the in bar, the bar right. so <sighs> well chase we gotta hear what kind of judgments you have for us? All right. Judge yeah. Chasey here. He's got some thoughts. <laughs> All right. Look, uh, I, I, I'm debating whether I should, you know, here, here, so here, yeah, here's what I think. Okay. For the Vancouver choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that one was a pretty dead heat. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. as far as, as far as qualifications go, the both women of Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. Right. Very that Vancouver-y. One's pretty... One manipulates Vancouver. The other one, you know, uh, just, it just it, it, like celebrates it by both being set there, <laughs> being there. Um, it celebrates Vancouver's whole catalog. So to me, it kind of comes down to some preference, you know, so a bit of a personal preference. And look, I like hey. being outside, mm-hmm. you know, and shot for shot, the amount of times that uh, that once upon a time, once what's it? It's called once. Is it called once? It's called once upon a time, but they always call it once yeah. upon a time. Oh, I honestly, is, yeah. is I shot know. in outside times. Uh, yeah, <laughs> more often. So I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the points. Hell yeah! Uh, for yeah. That one. They've got trees, baby. We got, they got trees. Got they got lots of trees. I love a tree, wilderness. you know, so that's what I'm saying, you know. Oh, that's too bad. I didn't bring up the scene where uh, Christian <laughs> gets in a helicopter crash. Uh-huh. And then in the next scene, he's back. It's okay. <laughs> Does that happen? Oh, tight. That would, you know, that would have got you the points for that one. It was literally 15 minute long, like, that. that's it. And then, but he's back. It's. Wow. It's fine. That's great. Well, that kind of <laughs> happens in season two of The Fall. <laughs> no shit. I got to watch The Fall. Good. He, you know, he gets shot. The, You know what? T- too many spoilers here. Okay. But basically, he gets into <laughs> physical, physical trouble and seems to bounce back from it a little quick for season three. Anyway, season three is not as good. Mm. That's not okay. true. Season good three is pretty gory. Anyway, <laughs> let's not be mean The Fall. Um, Julian Anderson no. is a treasure. Um, oh, she's okay. great. Uh, uh, challenge number two, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the first of them all? Um, I am going to go with 50 shades mm-hmm. on that Ooh, one. Thank you. Because uh, well, number one, Chipo- just the phrase Chipotle architecture yeah. is really yeah. grabbed a hold of my ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, will not let oh, I'm, go. Glad, I'm glad to hear that. For a long, thank for you. a long time, I've been thinking about the Chipotle, the Chipotlefication of many spaces. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot. A lot. It's like, why do they have the so fuck? much aluminum on the walls? What is it's wrong so, with you? It's so. Why, why does every hotel bar have to look like a student union? You know what I mean, like a really upscale student. Because that's what Chipotle, like Chipotle is. That so I do um, think that it's a it's a it's a mall show for mall people, um, <laughs> and so the shallowness of that mirror, I think, really yeah. shines. That's good. Cool. That, thank you. So I now appreciate we're in that. Dead heat. Uh, Didn't plan this, you know. Oh shit. But. Essentially, Shelby's pitch of there not being any Disney adults, um, it's too it's too tempting. Yeah. yeah. So we are going to go with once. Yes. Uh, yeah. One a time. Woo! Um, makes and, sense. And I get also, it. you know, to let the Disney adults, I think this, you know, the, the the second half of this pitch 
is to let the Disney adults exist in their own little right. know, their own little <laughs> yeah. Steven town yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Their own their own little internment camp. There. Let them yeah. <laughs> let them have it, you know. <laughs> let them get their mouse tattoos and their, you know. <laughs> like, the suit as soon as you start seeing Disney wink, that's when you're like I got to get the fuck right. out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so yes, uh, that's our, our victor is um, congratulations. Thank is you, Chase. Well, you know, it's as an impartial judge, um, <laughs> I I'm just honored to to be a part of the decision making process. You did a fantastic. You did a. You were truthful. Mm-hmm. You you truly were the real deal, Judge Chase McNeil. Mm-hmm. You really Let's were. Let's go for every time. <laughs> so. Uh, oh no, you go ahead, Sean. Oh no, just let us know what they. Do I have a punishment yeah, or a yeah, yeah. reward? Let us know is, this, what it is. is this is this this isn't for you now. This is for you later. I mean, obviously you're not going to do it now, but is it for yeah. this or is it for losing another? T- no, it's do for you this. have a previous? It's for this. Okay, yeah. this yeah. is for this. <laughs> yes. Great. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is a punishment, punishment or a reward depending on your point of view. Okay. Um, yeah. And your life. Um, but um, I don't know. I was thinking about us, you know, talking about the alibi and the. Um, stinky nipple or whatever um one of my favorite bar go-tos when i'm trying to like turn up a little bit <laughs> is uh is a pickleback hell yeah shot. um yeah. And for those who don't know those are it's, it's a shot of whiskey and a shot of pickle juice immediately following so uh the loser that, right? i actually will do that right now i can do that right now <laughs> you can do whatever you want it's your life you know do it right after this um but yes a pickleback shot great. is your is your reward and i think honestly if you didn't do the pickle part that would be your punishment not right. to say that a pure whiskey shot's bad but boy that pickle no but it's way it better still no, the pickle i'll makes I'll, it like, I'll instagram mm. live it I'll make a, I'll make a, I'll make a whole meal out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> sounds great. All right, that, so that's, that sounds great. Thank I have you. a friend yeah, who. Well, you're welcome. I have a friend who, who lo- I mean, I love pickles and I love pickle juice. I have a friend who loves it so much that, like, one time, she was, she went into her like refrigerator. Her husband told me this. She went into her refrigerator in the morning and just like took a sip of something, and she was like, "Ooh, a little pick me up." And he was like, "Did you just take a sip of pickle juice from the jar and say, ooh, mm-hmm. a little pick me up'?" Yes, I, I relate to that people. pretty hardcore. <laughs> it's way better people. than taking a shot of whiskey in the morning and saying, <laughs> ooh, a little pick me up. Way better. Yeah. No, the, uh, I, I love a good old fashioned just sip of pickle yeah, juice. Yeah, it's good. That's why I've never, the, the first time I ever did a pickle back, I was in, uh, I was in Baltimore, or as they like to call it, Baltimore. Um, and we were at some bar and the guy like we and the guy was like, Hey everybody come here. Like we were all like a bunch of my friends from Chicago and he poured us all picklebacks and we were like, Oh cool, is this like a Baltimore thing? And he was like, No, I thought it was a Chicago thing. <laughs> and then we all just stared at each other in silence for about fifteen seconds. And he goes, I don't know, Chicago pickles, yeah. right? <laughs> it makes sense. And we were like, honestly, you don't sound yeah. wrong. So I mean, <laughs> and we did it, right. yeah. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> I think we should both do it. We'll all do picklebacks together at the alibi room when we uh, have our 10 year. When we finally make it down. <laughs> yeah, in 10 years. Um, Chase, I would love for you to help us pick our battles for next episode. Please. So help if you us. Could bring up I, it would be my pleasure. That random pick. Thank you. Let us Need. know what battle one okay. is. All right. So uh, your first one is best athletic feat. Best athletic feat. Ooh, okay. That is that is from Amber Nelson. Thank you, Amber. Great. Thanks. Yeah, Amber. thanks, Amber. <laughs> do um, you, I assume you're writing that down yes. or something? Okay. <laughs> and then you know, I'm not gonna do homework on someone else's podcast. Um, 
And then, uh, and then criteria number two, battle number two is you ate that question mark. <laughs> the, the near and dear Amy Silverberg. Love Amy. Oh, that's great. And then, uh, and then criteria number three is going to be miscast from Josh Edelman. Miscast. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, not These are good ones. Well. These are great ones. These are going to be future battles, you know. Could he use? We really had the. Could he use some of these? Oh, that could he use this for all of mine because athletic feat. He uh, drove a penis plane. Mm-hmm. You ate that. The toast mm-hmm. and miscast everybody in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, now I can't use. Sometimes you hit a home run. Sometimes you got to work for it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> thank you so much, Chase. Uh, Chase, thank you so. You've much. been an amazing it's been guest. A delight. It's been my Just pleasure. Spot on. Just fucking high class. Is, Thank you, everyone. Is there anything you'd like our listeners to check out? Um, if you want to listen to a podcast about jobs, where there's a lot of complaining about jobs, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Fuck This Place is a podcast that you would do. It's FCK, This Place, because you can't say fuck in the title of a podcast. It is my life's regret, but at the same time, <laughs> um, I also can't take it. I will not take it back because, again, you can't say fuck, and we, we tried. Yeah. We really tried, me and my uh, co-host, Nick. We really tried to think of another name. We're like, it's got to be called Fuck This Place. So uh-huh. um, it's FCK, This Place. We're on YouTube. We're on everywhere so just if you search that i had a friend old roommate who texted me he's like i'm about to do an eight-hour drive i can't find your podcast and i was like did you, did you try it and he was like no and i was like well you might wanna and then he did and he found it so that's the only caveat that i will say yeah it's a but he was so angry about the censorship <laughs> yeah. that he just listened he to was... Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard yep. instead. That's right. He just hit that comedy podcast right there at the top, <laughs> number one through five somewhere. That's where, that's where Dax likes to float. That's where and Dax likes to float. That's where he likes to hang, you know, him and his hair. I, so. I, it's a very funny, very funny podcast. Uh, you, you and you're, you also have a co-host named Nick, so I feel like we... That's right. Yeah, yours, the other Nick, not as we, as Armchair we Expert. Right. Mm-hmm. The other yes, one, his, yeah. Okay. That's weird that Fuck you always call him that on your podcast, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You know, respect where credit's due. That's a word and I, I call said. myself the Jesse Pleman's Nick on this podcast. <laughs> so, so somewhere it's out there, there's a regular old, good old-fashioned Nick, yeah. you know? I think we might find him. In the Alibi Room, historic downtown in uh, Gastown. Oh, in, uh, Vancouver, Vancouver. and on that note, everybody, thank you for listening. Chase, thank you for being here and for giving me right. a win. And to our listeners, she deserves keep it. arguing with your friends. About just who your favorite bartender at the Alibi Room in historic <laughs> downtown in Gastown in Vancouver, British Columbia is. <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding. We all know it's Donnie. <laughs> I'm going Casey. <laughs> Ah, oh, she's great. She's great. Okay. They're all great. Everybody's great. Tip your bartenders. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast and to the new trailer I made for Fifty Shades of Grey with the leads recast as Fluttershy and Bane and Beyonce recast as me, I guess, because I made that music too. The rest of our music is by Richard Rosenthal and our podcast artist was somehow also recast as Fluttershy and Bane. What a team! We are taking a few weeks off, but don't you worry, we 